So listen, last night we had the women's forum, and it was amazing. Thank you, ladies, for showing up. Uh, there was one woman who flew in from Arizona. Another woman, Christina, drove from Arizona. And she got there a little late, so we held it over because I, I, I can let the lady drive away from Arizona and uh, and not get, you know, get some help. So it was an amazing thing. I went to bed really late, and my eyes are sleepy, but I'm happy to be here. I The one thing that came up in the meeting last night that I wanted to talk to my experts about now is, uh, so my experts are here then, to the callers that are call, the caller, because only one line was, was open. Nick will get to your call in a minute. He's here in the studio right now. Um, or maybe Daniel. Daniel, answer the phone for me out there line too. Um, one thing that came up, there was a caller either this week or last week, uh, a young lady called in, and she was talking about something called the third eye. And uh, so that came up in the meeting last night because I thought the woman was like maybe on pot or something, right? And so I asked the ladies about that last night, and several of them thought I meant a third eye. I'm like, what the? I don't know nothing about no third eye. And so what happened was, and my experts are here, and I want them to respond before I lay it out. Nick is here, the anchor baby, the producer of the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. Hake is here of the HakeReport.com from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. H-A-K-E, the guy with the good hair. And Chris is here, my other expert. Uh, he white, pure white, real white. He's not letting go of his whiteness at all. Talk about white privilege. He's white and proud. No doubt. He's also one of the experts. He is the social media guy and the audio engineer. And so, guys, several of the ladies thought that when I, in the silent prayer, when I say that, be aware of the center of your forehead, mm. they thought I meant the third eye. <laughs> Is your third eye open? And I'm like, what the? So my question, and I'll start with Nick first. Mm -hmm. Why do you think they thought I, I was saying a third eye? Why do you think you that know, they would think that? You make This is a somewhat interesting topic because when I heard your prayer and you say about the look into your, uh, the center of your forehead, that thought came to me as well. A third eye? It reminded me of the third eye. I didn't think that that's what you were talking about. But it made me think about that because I had prior knowledge about this third eye stuff. Oh, right. Do you have a third eye? I don't know exactly what a third eye is. I don't <laughs> think I do. I don't. I don't know. But um, it kind of it's kind of related to you know how some people talk about your prayer as oh they it's just Eastern meditation. Right. They they compare it to meditation. Right. I think I think a better way of explaining all that is that. God kind of gave us like the truth, right? There's something that's like pure, like prayer. And then throughout the years and t as time passes with people and stories get passed, somewhere along the line, these things that God gave us like prayer, truth, and being able to see get kind of corrupted or like just they use different terms for it and they get changed, right? And so they, so what prayer, if people say, oh, your silent prayer is from meditation. I think it's the other way around. Meditation came from prayer. You know what I mean? Okay. And it's like 
they got that backwards. And I think the third eye thing is the same. Just being aware of your thoughts is the pure form. And then somewhere along the way, they turned it into the third eye and all that. And 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 uh, at but one time, you had a third eye? <laughs> <laughs> I actually always saw that as a little weird because all the people who were telling me about the third eye stuff, I had I thought that they were just uh, odd, odd people. They were usually like kind of hippie types, vegans. And so um, were they able to convince you at any point in life that you had a third eye? No, because I had a judgment on them. I was just like, I don't want your third eye. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Chris? Um, when, when you did the silent prayer, were you thinking I meant a third eye? I don't know that I was thinking that you meant the third eye, but I mean, I... I mainly agree with what Nick is saying that the symbolism that Eastern religions tend to use, because basically every religion, uh, you know, across the world, they have like some sort of prayer or meditation kind of a thing where you talk to or access God, whatever their higher being is or something like that. I'm pretty sure in the Eastern religions, th their symbol for, you know, being able to see spiritually is the third eye. Uh, and so I think that there's some people in America or, you know, the Western, the Western countries, they, you know, like to do this universalism stuff. Like, oh, I'll take a little bit of this, a little bit of that <laughs> from, from all these so religions. <laughs> and so, yeah, the, I think the caller mentioned New Age, and New Age is basically just Western, modern people taking Eastern religions and using some of their symbolism and, and that kind of stuff. So I didn't, I didn't necessarily think of the third eye. I mean, I'm familiar with... Do you have a third eye? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, like I said, it's just a... We all have third eyes. <laughs> it's, yeah, the third eye, is, it's just a symbol, and it's not really a... It's not a literal thing. It's it's just means to, uh, you know, you're you can see things spiritually. Uh, that's just what that means. I I don't really, I don't say that or refer to it like that, but that's what the Eastern religions mean. It's like a symbol, basically. That's and so. All do it you think that you have a symbol of a third eye? Uh, no, I like I said, I don't call it that, but like like I said, I, I understand that's their symbol for it. Uh, when but they you don't believe that's true. I don't think it's a matter of true or not. It's it's just a how they reference it. Um, uh, to be to be able to see on a on a spiritual level, like that's the that's their third eye. It's the mind's eye. That kind of a thing. So uh, I, I don't call I don't call it that, but that's just what they say. I've heard oh. all sorts of theories too. Is it what? I've heard all sorts of theories too. You ever heard of your pineal gland? Oh, one of the young ladies talked about that. Oh, last she night. did. I'm not surprised. And I'm not. I, we don't talk about what happened in in the men's forms or lady form. We, it's just that that came up, and I'm like, what the? I was surprised that several of the women in the there last night thought of a third eye thing too they thought it meant that and mm. and she explained what you just yeah you, what's it called the pineal gland is you know it's a gland in in the center i believe the brain stem of your brain ish area yeah 
I'm not a doctor. But uh, I believe it just simply regulates certain growth hormones, but they the third eye people turned it into like, oh, it's where where the third eye resides, I think. And it's some people say that <laughs> because of chemicals in the water that your pineal gland is all like messed up so you oh you mentioned fluoride. it yeah <laughs> fluoride right yeah because of water <laughs> chemicals in the water that it's calcified so you gotta like you gotta do detoxes and you gotta, oh yeah he said yeah, that yeah, i'm not surprised wow i've always heard this from women too that's another yeah thing. all women are new age uh, yeah i've always heard this new age stuff third eye stuff from women really yeah, yeah. and James, when you did the silent prayer, did you think it was a third eye thing? I had never heard of it until in more recent years. Yeah. Um, when people, either Christians who in the past had gotten into the New Age thing and then came out of it and now they're traumatized and think every reference that's similar to it is to be totally avoided, or else it's Christians who learned about it like they learned about the occult or something, and then they just always thought it was satanic. But and I'd never heard of it before. Me either. I'm like, what the? <laughs> and, and I also heard it from, like, rappers. Rappers nowadays, the young rappers. Oh, the, will, the woke. Sing, like, <laughs> the woke keep rappers. your chakras open yeah. and stuff like that. Keep your what open? Chakras. It's some Chinese thing, right? Amazing. Anyway. Yeah. Does the Bible talk about a third eye? I never heard of or seen a third eye. And so, but you never thought of the silent prayer as a third eye thing. No, I just thought of yeah. take every thought captive. And so I thought about this last night. I'm like, wow, that's so interesting. Because <laughs> I've heard of this third eye thing recently, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know nothing about no third eye. <laughs> I ain't got no third eye. <laughs> uh, and nowhere in the Bible where it says anything about a third eye, you know. But in, and so I asked more and more about it last night. And they thought that when I say be aware of the center of your forehead, that I meant right here in the center, right there. <laughs> and that apparently they, they say that's where the third eye is located. I was like, no. I meant be aware of the front. Yeah. Thought come, thoughts are like all over here, you know. And you just be aware of the forefront of your head because so you can see the thoughts. But I don't mean like right Lock in right there. <laughs> yeah, I even—I never even thought <laughs> that was even it, a part of my thinking. It helps too if you just think of it logically, because I've done the prayer yeah. and, and my head slumps down and stuff, and I start like falling asleep. But if I just kind of like stay up and be aware, yeah, this logically makes sense. When God allowed me to see, it wasn't no third eye. I was just able to see that all my thoughts were lies. You know what I'm saying? Because thoughts come, but they don't like come just right here. <laughs> I was like, how can anyone even think that? They're like, wow, the third eye, the eye of Horus, the pineal, it all connects. <laughs> and so I used to think that DNA, <laughs> DNA DMT, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. I used to think that people hear what they want to hear. But then last night discussion allowed me to see that people believe what they hear. You know, so somebody been teaching a third eye thing. I come along, and I said, be aware of the forehead because they've been taught about a third eye, even though I never, ever, ever in my whole life mentioned nothing about a third eye thing, right? They hear, they, it, Satan tell them that's what I mean. They assume. Mm. Yeah. He tell them, well, he, and they're like, well, I don't hear Jesse saying a third eye, mm. but Satan said, well, that's what he means. And yes. if they already have heard about a third eye, they believe a lie. Even though I'm not saying third eye at all, I know nothing about no third eye. I ain't got no third eye. 
My mom ain't told me about no third eye. <laughs> My daddy ain't told me, and the Bible ain't told me about a third eye. But because they have heard about a third eye, Satan tells them because people believe their thoughts mm-hmm. that that's what he means. And so they think they hear me saying it. Isn't that crazy? Meve over on Trovo says, Jesse, what you say makes sense because the frontal lobes do produce a lot of the thought activity in the brain. I'm scared to respond to that. (laughs) I'm just saying be aware of the thoughts in your head, folks. Right? And they come across here, right? Somewhere in there. But not no third eye. I don't know about no third eye. (laughs) <laughs> and those who believe it's the third eye is because you've already heard something about it. You believe them. And Satan just using that against you. When God caused me to see, he ain't mentioned no third eye. <laughs> it's funny. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it is. But so people don't believe what they want to hear. They believe the lies of the thoughts, which is of Satan. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, nowhere in any of the silent prayers that I made, I mentioned anything about a third eye. You know, I have... Look like they were saying, you know what, Satan? He ain't say third eye. But they just believe it. Mm-hmm. I have a side note what? about the be angry and sin not thing that people like to point out. Yes. That's in Ephesians 4.26. It supposedly says, be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither, neither give a place for the devil. Well... Psalm 4.4 says, it actually seems like a reference from Psalm 4.4, which doesn't say even be angry. It says, stand in awe and sin not. And it says, commune with your own heart upon your your bed and be still. I rest my case. Crazy, huh? Or it says, tremble or be agitated and sin not. I rest my case. And another translation of Psalm 4.4 does say be angry and sin not, but it says, be angry and do not sin. Meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. But the phrase be angry is literally translated tremble or be agitated. I rest my case. It's, I know. So it sounds a lot like what you tell people yeah. when they're going through uh, when they're going through their emotions. You just say, Cal- stay calm, just yeah. be still. Be still and allow yourself to go through it. Yeah. Don't overreact. These preachers with these degrees are lying to the folks. Really. They're intellectual liars. Yeah. And then, and then people in the secular world with degrees are intellectual liars. They know nothing. They are hypocrites and Pharisees and false prophets. Amazing. Well, I don't know nothing about no third. I, I grew up a Baptist. That's all I knew at the time. And when God allowed me to see, I'm growing with that. I don't know no... And I'm learning more about these other religions since being on doing shows than I ever even knew about them growing up. I knew once I moved to the city, I started hearing about different religions like Mormon and and Catholic and and all that other crap. But I just grew up a regular Baptist. I didn't even know nothing else existed but that down in Alabama. What day? I'm just looking at the chat. Oh, what are they saying? A whole lot of mess. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are saying, Jesse's case is rested. One guy said, Jesse's full of crap. The New Agers have been trying to track Christians into New Age for years. Another person says, oh, so you can use the Bible? to. So it's okay to use the Bible to prove your point? 
All kinds of stuff. I'm just trying to get this third eye thing, where it come from. Yeah. But now I understand more. Now it's more from the east. Like New so. York, right? <laughs> yeah. Like China. Hindi, like India and China. Amazing. Do they tell you that you must be born again? The new eye people? The three eye people? Never heard that. They just they just tell you that you got to get your... You have to uh, increase your vibration. Whatever that means. You must be born of the spirit of the Father. That's all I know. This, no wonder people are so crazy. They got three eyes. That's not like a monster. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that sound like a three-eyed monster or a cartoon? Yeah. Sometimes you see a cartoon and the thing has three eyes. You ever seen that? Yeah. Yep. Amazing. And listen, this is one last quick thing I need a response from all of you, and I'll start with Chris. Chris, um, this is from America Greatness. Dennis Prager, a good friend of mine, by the way, an amazing guy. Dennis Prager is one of the first people, first shows I was on 31 years ago, Dennis Prager's show, and a good friend. He wrote an op-ed piece for American Greatness. That's his uh, on, uh, website, American Greatness. And Dennis Prager wrote an op-ed piece for them on unconditional love. And then it says that he made the point that unconditional love is not biblical or rational, comparing it to paying wages to employees. Would you pay an employee a salary unconditionally? He goes on to say his research revealed how the term unconditional love was never used, was never used and only started appearing in the 1970s. In other words, as America became more secular, the term gained popularity. Um, are you familiar with that term, unconditional love, uh, Chris? Yeah, I've, I've heard it before. Have you ever used it? No, I don't think I have. And what do you think about the term unconditional love? Uh, yeah, if what he's saying that it came about, you know, sometime in the mid, uh, mid 20th century. Um, it seems, you know, sort of a ploy by, you know, sort of the liberal agenda, similar to the word tolerance. Like you have to be tolerant of everyone. I think unconditional love would be kind of in the same category. Uh, it'd be a way to change the language. Whereas I would say, from the Christian standpoint, you would love, you know, all people all the time, but they add, they're adding these things, unconditional love. And uh, to me, it sounds like acceptance and tolerance, whereas, you know, I, I wouldn't accept or tolerate immorality, but I understand that as a Christian, you, you love all people. Do you love unconditionally? Uh, I don't, I don't know what to love. Un I don't know what that means. Uh, I mean, well, I love without conditions. Uh, um, I don't know. I, I just love people. That's, that's really just how I think of it. And, but you don't know if you love unconditionally or not. Well, people don't have to have a, uh, do anything for, for me to love them. <laughs> 
So if if that's what unconditional love is, then then yeah, you bet. I I love unconditionally. Amazing. How about you? You heard the term unconditional love, Nick. Mm-hmm. And do you love unconditionally? Yeah, I was thinking the same along the lines as Chris. Uh, in a sense, love is. It's like you know how the world corrupts things that are pure and good from God. Love, in a sense, is unconditional in the sense that you know you just have love for the world, right? But they added in, they corrupted it into make it sound like that also means you accept people in their sin and and everything wrong with them. But real love cuts through all that and shows you, in fact, even shows you the way to overcome all that. So in a sense, yeah, in the sense that, you know, you just love people because you should love all people. You have that unconditional love, but not in the worldly way where it's like I accept all the wrongdoings and sins. And so just to be clear, do you love them unconditionally? Because you say a lot of words. I did say a lot of words. And I know they understood me out there, but <laughs> so, do you? Love yeah, no, I don't. I don't love unconditionally. You and don't you, love unconditionally. No. What do you mean by that? Meaning, I. It's not the same as um, in this in this case how Dennis Prager was talking about it. That you just accept people with all with that you love that you tolerate everything and love with all their sin and wrongdoing. And so, you do not love people unconditionally. Uh, no. I don't. You don't. How about you, James? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> These are my experts. <laughs> Do you love unconditionally? No. You don't love unconditionally? No. Why not? Uh, I don't even know if I love, first of all. Oh, But man. I don't know about He's loving unconditional. It seems... I can't even say that word without cringing inwardly. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It sounds so like that phony, like practically gay Christian. <laughs> practically what? I can't even repeat it so bad. Practically gay pre- uh-huh. Christian? Yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's just that that's, it's like Azusa Pacific University Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds to me like lawyer talk. Like they use right. They, they add use, all these words. They use rhetoric to entrap you. All right. Like, oh, you, well, you're a Christian and you don't love unconditionally. <laughs> it's like, well, you have to add this this other thing to it. It's right. just un, unnecessary. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I say, it's lawyer rhetoric. Even. So because of time, give me a quick yes or no. Does God love unconditionally, James? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have words. Maybe this should be a biblical question. <laughs> I mean, I have a response, but it's just like what I said before. It's like, yeah, he loves unconditionally, but it doesn't that doesn't mean how the world says unconditionally, which is, oh, he's okay with how he, oh, you know how they say, oh, I'm born, you know, you're born gay or whatever, stuff like that. Like, I'm just made this way. God didn't make you that way. Uh, but so does, does God love unconditionally? I don't know. How about you, Chris? Does God love unconditionally? No. Why you say no? Because that He just loves people. There's no no need for the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you nice. say He does not love unconditionally? Yeah, I I, uh, I know it's I know it's not you pressing this upon me. You're just asking the question. Right. But the the yeah. lawyer. 
the yeah. lawyer, I reject the lawyer. I spit in his face. I, <laughs> I, I cast him out. So, you cast know. him out. No, I. Uh, the it's one, just love all the time. One thing, when I first started hearing that term, unconditional, I love you, unconditional. I've never accepted that. Even in my father's state, I knew that was wrong, and and I think I heard it from women. And then recently, I've been hearing it from men because they're so girly, right? Either women or men with nose rings. And, and it reminded me of mothers. You know, mothers love their children unconditionally, right? Oh, yeah. Right? And so it's a woman's thing. Mean, but yep. I always know, I've always known that was wrong. And God does not love us unconditionally. And I've said that over the years, that he doesn't love us unconditionally. Because if he loved us unconditionally, he wouldn't tell us we had to repent. Right. He does not love us in that fallen state the way we are. You must be born again. I rest my case. If he loved us unconditionally, why would he tell us we must? He won't even let you in the kingdom of heaven like that. But if he loved us unconditionally, he will let us in the kingdom without repentance. Nice. That makes sense? Yep. Does that make sense, Chris? Yeah. And so there's no such thing as unconditional love. That's hate. Well, now it can't be a biblical question. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I've said over the years that God does not love us unconditionally. Yeah, that's, I remember that. That's why he asked us to repent. Before you enter into my kingdom, you must repent. Mm -hmm. I don't want you coming here with that mess because it's all from Satan. It's evil. Thank you, God. Why y'all looking crazy? Because God, I thought God loved me just the way I am. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like who Abba does, but not God. Uh, God does not love you unconditionally, folks. Satan children and Satan love you that way. In hell. Before you enter into the kingdom of heaven, you must forgive. If he loved us unconditionally, we wouldn't have to forgive. He just let us all live with him. Smoke on it. Mm -hmm. Thank you, guys. My <laughs> experts are amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share the Justin Lee Peterson radio show, folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it. 